Welcome to episode 117 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and you found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Pevin and Sarah. Well, to be totally honest, I don't talk to Pevin because Pevin's a tiger and it's summer in Australia and Pevin was very hot and wanted to hang out in the air conditioner. So I did get to talk to Manny, who's who's part of the team behind Pevin and Sarah. So I guess I talked to Manny and Sarah and we talked a lot about Pevin. That makes sense. And the song that you just heard was Keep It Moving." And if you like that, you stay tuned all the way till the very end of the show and you can hear that whole song. Everything is going just great in late February here in the land of good stuff. Have lots of very fun conversations coming for you. Hey, I had an idea. Like, what if we had some jokes? Like, Kids have jokes. Kids write jokes. Maybe they're not the best stand-up comedians in the world. Maybe they're better than the best stand-up comedians in the world. But I thought it would be really fun if you wanted to. You could send me an email. You can send me a text message. You can send me a voicemail of your kids telling a joke. And they'll be featured on a brand new segment called Good Stuff jokes and you probably want to know what the number is to call well i can tell you what the number is to call it's 650-489-4627 and you can leave a voicemail of your kid telling their best joke yeah that sounds pretty great mike oh i'm talking to myself again i think it'll be really fun so have your kid tell a joke send it over to me they could be featured in good stuff jokes if you need to find me you can find me at facebook Twitter, Instagram, at GoodStuffPod. You can find me on the internet at GoodStuffPod.com. That's where all the old episodes live. You can also find all the old episodes on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I believe is what we're, we're calling it these days. Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Uh, got some, some nice new reviews on Apple Podcasts. That means a ton. It really helps. So thank you to those of you who are taking the time to rate and review and and maybe writing a review like that would be cool. Uh, I thank you for taking the time to do that. It means a lot. Okay. You ready for Pevin and Sarah? I'm ready for Pevin and Sarah. This is a really fun one. You're going to love it. Talk to you at the end. It is thrilling and uh, futuristic to welcome Manny and Sarah, the team behind Pevin and Sarah, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you all today? Oh, good, Mike. How are you? Hi, Mike. Hi. Um, I'm doing great. So let's let's establish some like what's happening when kinds of things here. So you all have a different accent than I do. Yeah. just slightly moderately um where where are you all right now we're actually in melbourne australia so all the way down under and we're a day ahead of you too right so you as we established before we really started rolling here um i'm gonna have a good day you all have you already lived it which is very exciting yep. um mm-hmm. you are uh you're in the future and things in the future <laughs> things are looking up things are looking bright yeah yeah it's Great. a good day it's a okay. really nice 
sunny day today, so hopefully it carries across to the Northern Hemisphere. We'll see. <laughs> well, it's cloudy here right now, so we'll see how it goes. Um, so, okay, so you guys are the creative force behind something called Pevin and Sarah. So right. fill us in. What is Pevin and Sarah? Um, well, we're a, music, a kids' music group. Um, Manny and I started off, uh, we were musos first, who then became uh, teachers later on, and we just sort of married those two passions together and started writing these songs for kids, and we developed a concept, and, and Pevin the Tiger was born, and um, we've been recording and performing ever since. Right, and Pevin is not there. He doesn't, like, live in your house, right? Look, no, Pevin lives actually down the street, and he doesn't really um, like the Australian summer either. So he, uh-huh. he tends to retreat inside, uh, put the aircon on during the summer. So yeah, yeah. he's not here today. Yeah. Right, right. So it, it is summertime there. So it's winter for us. Um, yeah. So okay, okay. So well, I mean, when you talk to Pevin, like that's just tell him that we say hi, and we hope he's having a great summer. But I get yeah, that totally. So you guys were teachers, huh? How long ago, like? I, let me put that a different way. When was the moment when you all as teachers thought, oh, I would love to put this music and teaching and all of these things together and sort of start a musical project? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I guess to be honest, they, they overlapped for a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, it started off, uh, Sarah needed, when she first started teaching, she, I think, perhaps was a little overwhelmed with some of the social issues that were happening with some of the five- and six-year-old kids that we had to teach. And uh, as a way to kind of combat that, um, she kind of reverted to what she knew best, which was music. And sometimes just writing a song and helping and letting the kids kind of sing about some of these uh, more, I guess, difficult areas, such as, you know, how to make a friend and how to just be a nicer person, which... Is not really something that's always covered directly in the school curriculum all the time. Um, we thought, well, you know, let's try and write a song. And I was working at some different places at the time, but she'd come home and she'd say, "Oh, I'm just really struggling. Can we can we write a song?" And I was like, "Oh, okay. We don't usually do kids' music kind of thing. I guess we were doing other projects and things, and it all kind of came together pretty organically like that. And before we knew it, we kind of had a really quite a large selection of songs with with really great messages and, and we had some really silly fun ones as well, but it kind of happened by surprise, I guess you could say in that sense. And we, it's almost like we had the material, but we didn't necessarily have a show, if that makes sense. It does, um, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, so we had all this stuff and, and it was a lot of the parents saying to us, you know, oh, this is great. My, you know, my kids love it. Um, so it kind of, I guess, yeah, we sort of fell into it in that sense. And, um, which is, I guess, a good way to go, um, I think. Uh, and now, I guess, it's really become a huge passion of ours. And, and, and this year, we're kind of, uh, we have taken a little bit of a step back from the teaching and really focusing a lot more on Pevin and Sarah, right. which is really exciting as well. Right. And well, and there's a new record out, and we'll get to that uh, eventually. <laughs> but um, so, like, so, Sarah, like, what kind of music were you doing before uh, you sort of pivoted into this direction? Yeah, look, uh, well, Manny and I met um, at a place called um, the Victorian College of the Arts, which is a, a music uh, college, I guess, here in, in Melbourne. 
And I mean, the, the music course that we did was an improvisation course. So it was, it was mainly sort of jazz focused. And so we grew up in that kind of stream, but you know, we were playing, Manny was doing gigs in, you know, pubs from midnight till 3am playing covers. And I was in a Latin band and I was in a Dixie band. Like there was just this whole broad range. And so if you listen to our first album, I, I don't think you can really put a genre to it because it changes for every single song. So it's really a great outlet for us to actually uh, sort of, do all styles really mm, we right. just our, our aim is just to make good music and and so that's just you know yeah if it's if it's good music then any age is going to like it so right and it is good and i was going to ask about the different styles and genres that sort of speak to you but it doesn't sound like you are um you just sort of let the song take its course and if that's going to be like uh like a dancey kind of song or like a hip-hop kind of song it just kind of you you go with it it's not intentional yeah. maybe you just go with it Exactly. And look, uh, like Manny said, our first album, it's got 17 tracks on it because that was just this collection of songs that we'd written for the classroom um, and they were just sort of a bit eclectic like that and we bopped them together onto a, onto an album. But the second album was when we'd started doing live shows and we found sort of a pattern that worked and, you know, obviously the upbeat songs where kids can get involved and the actions and things uh, work better when we're performing live. And mm-hmm. so our second album was perhaps a little bit more targeted because we knew what we'd like to be playing on stage. Mm-hmm. Great. And yeah. so, so, so I guess then like, so you have a song, right? You write a song and then, so how does, how does Pevin get incorporated into this? I mean, he is a, a tiger after all, so you got to be a little <laughs> bit careful. So, so tell me, tell me how that works. Yeah. Pevin's not very musical at all, really. He's just, <laughs> he, the vocal cords of a, of a tiger, uh, you limited. know, limited. So <laughs> his, his singing ability is is obviously limited so he's kind of like the hype man i think uh-huh. um he's a good i think that's a good way to describe him and he, and i think he all he really always tries to do the right thing yeah um and he's a really really great um leader and uh he's he's just sets really good examples i think for the kids mm-hmm. sarah when sarah's on stage she can be a little bit cheeky sometimes and oh. uh can stray away from always doing the right thing but pevin's always there to kind of bring everyone back together and put <laughs> us on the right path right um, so, okay well good sarah I'm, I'm a little surprised to hear that but i'm glad you have someone on your side to sort of bring hey, look, back. I, I'm a little bit carried away i'm glad i've got a giant six foot tiger standing next yeah. to me to pull me oh this is fun all right and uh so but like on a song like it's okay to make mistakes is that like so is that from experience like where does the song like that tell me a little bit about that song and where it comes from that could not be more classically exactly where we came from because that came directly from the classroom and um I mean, you know, kids, little five-year-olds and, you know, we're doing our work, we're doing our maths and or we colour outside the lines and, oh, my goodness, the world has ended. It's the worst thing ever. And so obviously it's not and, you know, learning you know, a bit of resilience and things like that. So that's where that song came from and, and that was my saying in the classroom, guys, it's okay to make mistakes. That's how we learn. We're like, hey, I've said it a hundred times. Let's at least make it melodic. So that's what we did. Yeah, okay. And then so a song like Give It A Go, is it sort of the same kind of, like the song comes from the same kind of principled place? Like yeah. you're in a class. So maybe someone's like drawing outside the lines and, and that's okay. Yeah. But so, so how does Give It A Go play in? 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, kids who, who first start school, sometimes you've got those go-getters who will try everything. Sometimes you've got those ones who are a bit more hesitant and it's just about like, and you know, it's modeling that behavior too, which I'm always doing in the classroom. I'm actually making mistakes so that they see that the adults do it too. And I'm trying new things. And so, yeah, the give it a go one was actually about, I think it was more based on things in the yard, like, you know, the giant monkey bars that are, and you know, the big slide or whatever it may be, um, mm -hmm. just giving it a go is is the the message there great and so like would you use these songs in the classroom <laughs> yeah i do look i do completely um uh -huh. originally it was like oh these cool new songs yeah let's um and all the teachers started using them and we were sharing them around and then pevin and sarah was developed and now everyone's very aware of pevin and sarah so you know i'm aware <laughs> that i, I don't want to you know just uh, brainwash my kids with my own music right right but, if the if the situation calls for it, then definitely. And that's how a lot of our songs were written. And so I was just writing these songs for, for different situations that come up in a classroom every day. Right. And so I'm so I've listened to the record and, and you know, all of the songs are, are very different stylistically, but I think that like what I'm enjoying about this is that they come from your experience in the classroom and a lot of them are designed to like bump up the self esteem of a kid or help a kid mm -hmm. through a particular situation. So is don't, yeah. it's just don't pop my bubble sort of that fall into that same kind of category. <laughs> yeah. Look, you are, um, you're listing a lot of our more educational uh, songs, but yes, don't pop my bubble. Oh, don't worry. We're, we're going to get to gibberish rap in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, don't pop my bubble was definitely a personal space issue that we have, you know, I mean, it's common, you know, five-year-olds, they just like to touch everybody. And so, you know, it was more about, you know, drawing the bubble in the air and, you know, you, you don't come in my bubble and, unless I ask you to and, you yeah. know, that kind of granting permission to touch other yeah, people. Right. I, I, yeah, I think I'm like drawn to that because I have a um, I have three kids, <laughs> eight, six and four. So whenever yeah. I, I sort of come across uh, music that helps teach the lesson <laughs> that we are currently working on. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. Uh, I, I'm drawn to that. So we do have a lot of personal space issues in our home. And, so that's a current uh, one for you. So that's a current one. Yeah. So while you're, yeah. So your music, whether or not you knew it is, is being my therapist. So that's very, very helpful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but okay. So let's, let's shift gears because Pevin and Sarah do have a lot of educational stuff to get to and a lot of, um, you know, sort of navigating the day-to-day -day life for, for a young kid. But then there's a song called Gibberish Rap. And where does, <laughs> where does that come from? Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't really know. We we had a lot of fun making that song, and uh, truth be told, it was actually one of the hardest things we've ever done. Um, really? Yeah, trying, it's, it's actually really hard to yeah, make. Making Sorry. we we really tried to make every word in that gibberish gibberish verse completely new and nonsense. Not, <laughs> nonsense. And so when you when you kind of like, like, you know, we, we can write some lyrics, we've done a few songs now and we, we understand the basics of rhyming and kind of form and structure of a lyric. But when you're working with letters and, and sounds and you got to, and like we'd write a word and then we'd go, hang on, I think that actually is a word. We can't use that. Like, <laughs> so we actually kind of had to go through word by word and, and think about what it is does it make sense? And we literally had to try and make something completely nonsense. Yeah. And, and, and even the verse that, that like, cause you know, Pevin has a bit of a rap in there and we had to help him through that. And it's, <laughs> you know, um, some of the lines, um, 
uh, you know, no, no, the, uh, I, I cook my, cook my, my shoes, shoes like, like a cheater in flight. flight you know, it's like <laughs> you literally, every word has to be completely disconnected from the word before it, if that makes sense. And, right. um, uh, it was really, really difficult, but it was a lot of fun. And I guess the point behind it was we wanted something to make, uh, the kids, but I think also the parents in the car kind of, <laughs> Kind of, kind of go. What on earth are we listening to? And just have a little bit of fun with it as as well. And it's really just as silly as we could make it. I think. Right. And <laughs> we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, totally. I mean, but what's so interesting is that, like, you know, putting together a song like that, you wouldn't think that there was a lot of effort put into it, right? Like in yeah. quotes, effort. Like it's, but to really like stick stick to the message and to stay on theme there was a lot of work that went into it. I think that's an interesting lesson. Like even when yeah. there's like, you're trying to purposefully be really silly, it doesn't just happen naturally no. sometimes. No. <laughs> yeah. It was a really tricky one, but the, the rap song, like, and like you've seen probably, you know, we go through the genres. Oh, what haven't we done yet? And we're like, Oh, how about a rap song? Uh -huh, right. Right. And I mean, ju just musically speaking, do you guys put all the music together? Like that seems like you guys are trained and probably able to do that fairly easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely um, inspired by kind of, um, I guess, like the the kind of earlier 90s kind of hip-hop scene that was going on. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're not we're not uh, at all going to say that we're, we're very talented MCs at all. Um, <laughs> but we, ha we gave it a pretty good crack and we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. for a song like Imagination... Um, you know, it's pretty straightforward, but I watched the video and, uh, first of all, Pevin looks like he's having fun, but Sarah, you're not intimidated at all by being next to a tiger. Like you really go for it. It seems like you guys are, have a pretty good friendship. Like, oh yeah, we do. He's a super friendly tiger and yeah. he's, um, really soft and cuddly and he doesn't get out his angry claws ever. So uh, we Ever. don't have any problems. Right. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, well, that's good. How did you meet Pevin? Um, we grew up together actually. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah, we knew each other. We met when I was about 10 years old. And okay. so, yeah, we've known each other a very long time. He so, lives just down the street. So, uh, Oh, is that how you met him? You guys are neighbors? and Yeah, just down, just down the road. So we've often played outside together when we were uh, younger. So, yeah. Like what's one of the, like what are some of the like more fun games that you and Pevin have played? Um, well, I don't know if you got, well, we have AFL here, um, Aussie Rules. Uh -huh. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, we, we actually both go for the same team. Uh -huh. And so... We go for the Tigers, so. <laughs> um, yeah, and so we used to play footy out in the street. And there's the other one that we invented. It's called broomstick cricket, which okay. is pretty much cricket but with a broomstick. So that's always fun. That is always fun. So, like, pretty supportive and these, like, because Tigers are pretty athletic animals. So, but, like, not to say that you're not athletic, Sarah, but, like, it's pretty supportive and, you know, like, win or lose, like, a good teammate. Oh, look, I'm pretty competitive and I'd actually say I'm more athletic than him because, oh, you know, okay. he's, got, okay. he's covered in fur and so it's, sometimes he gets really hot. So, you know, yeah. no, I'm, no, we're both very supportive of each other because we're good friends. Great, great. <laughs> that, I mean, that's so important. So I, you have several – so I, I mentioned the video, the imagination video. So yeah. you guys have a YouTube channel, which I highly recommend everyone check out. And um, I watched the Tidy Up song this morning oh, yeah. uh, for mm -hmm. me, which is this morning. Um, and – I loved it. So how does a how does a song like that come together in the video too? 
Um, the song is, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a broken record here, but like literally in that first week of teaching that I ever did and I was like, oh, my goodness, look at this classroom. Guys, uh-huh. help me. And uh-huh. so um, it was literally let's write a song. And the great thing about the Tidy Up song is it's got like a countdown and the kids get so excited at the end. They're like, oh, my gosh, we've got 10 seconds to go. And they like clean up madly and it's really great at the end of the school day to just chuck that on and then, you know, your classroom's speak and speak. Yeah, so that came and that was actually filmed in my classroom. That was in your actual classroom. Okay, cool. That's amazing. So what what is a what's a Pevin and Sarah show like? If we, if we're gonna go see you guys live and in concert, what can we expect? Uh, <clears throat> heaps and heaps of dancing, and uh, we really really encourage as many children and adults as possible to really get involved and, and follow along. Uh, we we the show is like it's usually about half an hour long. Um, and we do a lot of more kind of festival type things. Um, so, uh, whether it's like a local kind of, uh, community fair or festival or some of the larger ones as well. Um, so a lot of the time we're, we're playing on like a, an outdoor stage. Usually the weather's really great and kind of everyone, we just try to get as many people there to come along and just really have a, a good fun time. And um, Pevin gets to show off his dance moves. Pevin's and, a really good dancer. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So let good. me, um, I know, the, so Sarah, I know you and Pevin are really close. Um, and mm. He's in, you know, he's trying to stay cool because it is the summertime. But mm. would you be comfortable, like, speaking for him if I, like, were to ask some Pevin-related questions? Maybe you'd know the answers to yeah, sure. And look, Manny and Pevin are really good friends too. So oh, okay. Sure okay. So, he sorry, can help sorry too, Manny. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that Sarah was. <laughs> no, I didn't, you know, I'm not trying okay. to cause problems here. Um, <laughs> so, do, do you think Pevin has a favorite dance move? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, like he does like a bit of a crump every now and then, and kind of like a <laughs> shuffle. Uh-huh. Um, like, yeah, that's probably one of his favorites, and I think. Uh, Dancing along to our song Hands on our first album is also really, really fun for Pevin too because he's got big paws and he can kind of join in with that one, which is really good. <laughs> like a lot of good hand gestures. That's a, that's a good yeah. hand gesture kind of song. All right, yeah. cool. So do you think that like in, from the Imagination video, like did Pevin have a favorite like character that he dressed up in? Was yeah, like he a, loved playing the mermaid. Oh, mm. I was going to say the pirate, but he liked the mermaid a lot. Did, yeah, uh, definitely. Okay. He really liked the um, the clamshell bra. He, he thought okay. it was really flattering. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's, okay, okay, good, great. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, I, you know, that's that's amazing. Does does Pevin have like a, like a favorite? Does he like to, like, I, I know you guys have some fans. So, like, when you guys meet kids after the show, does Pevin prefer, like, a fist bump or a handshake or a yeah. hug? Or, like, because he is a tiger and we got to be sure yeah. that we approach him in, like, the right way. Definitely. High fives are really, really great for, for people that are maybe a little intimidated to kind of come and give him a hug straight away, but he will, he loves hugs as well. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem with Pevin is that he really, really likes, like he, he gets pretty hungry after a show uh-huh. and, and he really likes to eat children's hats. I don't know why <laughs> he just, he finds them really tasty. So if you're wearing a hat and you go and see Pevin, there's a good chance he'll probably Try he'll it. try and eat it at least. <laughs> he'll so, try it, but, but like, you know, you can, okay. So, so yeah. many people who are listening to this podcast have been to Australia, but many more haven't. So yeah. do you think, like, what are some, what are some can't miss things, right? So I oftentimes lock in on food, so maybe that's the place to start, but you know, 
what are some like foods that are unique to Australia that we just got to try? Foods. Oh, that's, uh, um, well, we're pretty famous for Vegemite. Have you heard of that? I have a Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we have it on toast. Yeah. Okay. It's a very, it's a very salty, uh, black spread. Okay. That's we seem to love here, yeah. and, I, and when you when you describe it, it really doesn't sound very appetizing. A, a salty yeah. black spread. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, have you ever had meat pie before? I uh, I don't know. I don't okay, so. so it's like a it's like a pastry with like, like mince meat inside. You have them at the footy and and yeah. with tomato sauce on them. So that's pretty Aussie. Oh, my my sister's got an American boyfriend at the moment. He was down here last week. And we uh, showed him, we have like, I guess you guys have them too, but fish and chips on the beach is like pretty classic Aussie. And Uh we showed him things like a dim sim and a potato cake. It's pretty much deep fried seafood. And he kept saying, oh my gosh, this is so good. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, that's pretty Aussie. Okay. Does Pevin have a favorite food? Uh, Hats. Besides those kids' hats, that's just number one far and away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. They have no nutritional value, but right. he just really, really likes them. He's just like, okay, well, that's great. Um, so, you guys have this new record that just came out in September, um, and some videos. Well, like, what's on the horizon for for Pevin and Sarah? It's a little bit exciting because Manny and I have been teaching full time for a long time now, and this year we've actually backed off so Manny's taken you know some leave and I've dropped back in in how many days a week I'm teaching and we've just spent the summer um building a studio (laughs) and we're going to be concentrating a lot on our YouTube content so as you notice there's not many videos up there um but that's our huge focus this year so we really want to um get all of our dance videos out there we've got uh, lots of segments coming out uh we'll be releasing a, a new album hopefully by this September and then the the idea is just to tour around and show and gig as much as we can, uh, release an album and get our YouTube content uh, flowing. <laughs> wow. I mean, the, the video content, like if you're going to focus on that, that, that is amazing because the stuff that you have right now is pretty high quality already. So to, yeah. to like Thanks. devote even more time, I'm excited to see what you guys can do with, with more time devoted to it. Um, yeah, I think I think it's important to actually to give it the time that it's it's due because you yeah. know we've we've always been doing two things at once, but now this year we're really excited to have the time to actually focus on it. Yeah. So that's really yeah. and and any plans to tour outside of Australia? Or are we st- still yeah, too- coming your way? Haven't you heard? You're uh, hosting us. <laughs> I, will be, I would be more than happy to. Obviously, if you, we we'll get you out to the to the Bay Area here in in San Francisco. I think that would be awesome. We'd love to do that. Um, so whenever you guys want, um, so, but Australia is a big country, right? So there's a a lot of, there's, is there like, just because there are some folks in the kids music industry that listen to this, like, is there, um, is there the ability to tour throughout the country? Like, is there, and like venues or places or schools or libraries all over the place that are do that are like hosting the kind of music that you all do, like kid friendly music yeah yeah for sure um like i said before like uh a lot of our kind of local uh state councils and communities will you know mostly through our summer we'll put on some kind of community fair or festival um and and there's a lot usually a, a high um uh, priority to, to cater towards kids and families, which is really, really great. So we do get a fair bit of opportunity through that. Um, 
you know. Uh, We're self-managed, so a lot of the tours we do, um, are, you know, are just the two of us. And, yeah. and so, you know, we've gone up the East Coast before. We did a, a residency on Hamilton Island, which is um, one of the islands off um, up north. In the Great cool. Barrier Reef, which wow, is cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely opportunity. You just have to have to go and make it happen. And and you know, don't don't play a gig when the Wiggles are playing just down the street. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's a pretty good rule of thumb. Are they still are yeah, they still yeah. fairly active in the, in oh, the scene? So active, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. They're they're amazing, and and you know they're a big inspiration to what we do. And you know, it's it's great to see the success that they've had. So yeah, we're obviously trying our best to get a you know maybe. A, a small, small slice of what yeah. something that they which would be great. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. Do you know uh, Stinky Ninja, another Australian? Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> we follow each other on Insta. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I'm uh, that's coming up for I'm talking to them in in a couple weeks too. So I love that. I love to like. I love that. You know, we're we're trying to make we're bringing it global. That's the plan, yeah. there, right? Definitely. Um, so how can we find and follow and keep up with what you guys are doing? You mentioned Instagram, is there Facebook, Twitter, those kinds of things. Yep, sure. So we're on all three, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Insta. And then we've got our YouTube channel as well. So it's all just Pevin and Sarah. And uh, if you if you need anything, it's all on our website too, which is just pevinandsarah.com. P-E-V-A-N and Sarah.com. And Sarah. Awesome. That's all right. Right. So Manny and Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Tell Pevin I say what's up and would love to <laughs> yep. meet him someday. Um, but really fun to talk to you guys and hear about everything that you're doing. Thanks, Mike. That's fantastic. And, you know, can I just say it's really great to, to meet you, well, to, to Skype you and to meet people like you who are creating opportunities for artists in our in our tiny little niche market. So we really appreciate the time you've taken to talk to us. Totally. I think it's mutually beneficial for everyone. <laughs> all good. Oh, thank you all so much. A big thank you to Pevin and Sarah. They reached out, wanted to talk, and I love talking to them. So if you think you have some good stuff for kids and families that can be certified and bona fide, drop me a line. Let's set something up. Be happy to talk to you. Thank you to all of you for listening. Again, if you wanted to go do Apple Podcasts and do the rating and the reviewing, that's cool. How about sending me a, how about sending me a joke, right? I love jokes. Please send me a joke. You got you want to be on good stuff jokes? I mean, who doesn't want to be on good stuff jokes? I, I don't know who doesn't want to be on Good Stuff Jokes. Hopefully you want to be on Good Stuff Jokes. You can call 650-489-4627 and leave a voicemail. You can text that number, a voice memo. You can email me at mike at goodstuffpod.com if you want to go that route. You can just email me to say, hey, what's up? Email me to say, how's it going, Mike, my friend? And I'll say, it's going pretty good. I had Doritos for dinner. What could be bad about that? All right, you ready? Here we go. It is Keep It Moving by Pevin and Sarah. Talk to you very soon.
Time to go to bed. We need to rest our bodies so tomorrow we can keep your body moving. Keep your body moving. Keep your body moving. You've got to keep your body moving. Keep your body moving. Keep your body moving. Stuff.